I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. How do you decide where, you know, how do you choose where to spend your energy? Or do you feel as if life dictates that for you and you don't have a choice? The truth is, we do have a choice in this more than we may want to admit. I want you to think right now about what activities give you energy, what things light you up. What things spark you? I know that for me, listening to certain podcasts gives me energy. Some of them give me an inspired kick in the butt, and some give me healing. But definitely there's a, a few that give me energy. My mentors give me energy. And if I ever notice a mentor draining me, I check in with myself to see Was that maybe just a rare instance or is it maybe time for me to move on? Um, Some other things that give me energy, uh, recording my podcast, this lights me up and gives me energy. Certain meditations give me energy. Listening to birds chirp outside while I work gives me energy. Working out in the gym with my husband gives me energy. Um especially because we do it in a time of day where I'm starting to drain kind of near the end of the day. But being in there with him, the working out, the music, and his great attitude really does give me energy. Um, Taking a nap gives me energy. Those are things that I can think of right now. And now, but I want to flip it. Let's flip it and let's look at the, the other side of this and think about what depletes your energy. For me, I would say having music or TV on while I'm working is a total energy leak. And I really just find it way too hard to focus when any sound like that is on. Um, powering through and working for too many hours in a row exhausts me. I used to do that consistently, you know, 10 to 12 hour and even some 14 hour days. And totally draining. And um, I'm not sure how I did it for so long, but that I did. Um, Having sound alerts on my phone and my computer totally wears me down. I only have sound alerts on for text messages and phone calls now. And when I really want to focus on something, I turn off all my alerts completely. And in general, I would say that I don't really like trying to remember things. It's 
exhausting and usually pretty ineffective for me to try to remember things. So I write them down either on a note or in my phone or my calendar or project management system. And even if they started as a note, I always get them into the phone and into the stuff because paperwork on my desk drains me too. But getting them organized in that way out of my head keeps me from feeling overwhelmed and drained. And one of my latest energy suckers is when strangers connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook and then immediately message me to see if they can help me and offer me something that they have to sell or join their club, you know, their group. I had no joke about, and maybe this has happened to you too, I don't know, 20 of those in a row happened to me in just over a week. And I ended up drafting a client, you know, but clear response that I would copy and paste for each of these so that I could set some boundaries up because it just, it didn't feel good that the approach that was taken and I I really was not in the market for the type of um, coaching that all these people were seeking out. And then for the past few weeks, what I found is that I got tired of even doing that and I've been letting them pile up and then periodically I'll go through them, look briefly at the profiles, trust my gut, and I just won't respond to the friend request if it basically feels to me like a cold call because it's clear to me that the strategies a lot of people are using is like for all these people happen to be coaches for coaches And so they're seeing that I'm a coach, I'm coming up in certain searches or whatever, and then they're connecting and wanting to, and then they make an an offer to me immediately. I mean, there's, some people are very savvy and more strategic in developing a relationship and doing it in a certain way. But the amount of people that just straight up, and it's a, for me, it's a total turnoff. And it literally just feels like a, a, very um, cold call, just, and I, I just don't want to be fielding those. So just not even dealing with them and, and trusting my gut on them is, is relieving me so much and saving me so much time. And I know what I'm about to say may sound super simple and totally obvious, but seriously, Here's what I want you to do when you start identifying things that give you energy and things that suck your energy. Do more of the things that light you up and give you energy and do less of the things that deplete you. Super simple, super obvious, like duh, right? But seriously, this is one of the keys to to more joy and peace in your life. Have you ever heard the metaphor of where life is referred to as being like a game, or even more specifically as being like a video game. I really like that metaphor. And I personally believe that we are spiritual beings who have chosen to have a human experience. So the human body is then the avatar, so to speak, of our game, and we are the main character in our own game of life, in a sense. And each of our 
avatars, each of us, is totally unique, and none of us can ever play the game as another person's avatar, though. You know, it's not like typical video games where you get to choose your, you know, often you can get to, to play one character and then another time you can play somebody that somebody else played. No, not in this one. We are totally unique, and so we only get to play it as ourselves and how we choose to show up. And we can't ever really experience the game as another person and what they experience and feel and see. And so we do have choices, though, for for ourselves, for what adventures we go on, what skills we acquire, if and how we choose to up-level to another part of the game. So all of those things are choices that we get to make. And I really think it's an awesome metaphor. It also encourages us to play, which is something that I think we don't do enough of. At least I know it's something that I have to make a conscious effort to do more of, even in the simplest sense of being more lighthearted about life, not taking things so seriously, uh, whether it's personal or business. So let's imagine that you only have a few tokens each day that you're allotted to play your game. Do you remember video arcades? Do those even exist anymore? I honestly don't even know. But pretend you walk into an arcade and you get to choose what game you play that day. If your tokens equal your time and energy, how would that influence your decision? So interesting little scenario here to consider. So what if you started paying more attention to your energy boosters and your energy suckers and you picture this precious pile of tokens and then you play and be a little more lighthearted about this game of life that you're in? My closing quote for today, I did not realize that she had a quote that referenced something so on point for my episode today. And when I found it, I was thrilled. So it is by Mother Teresa. Life is a game. Play it. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cheris Your Life, and my website is CherisYourLife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Suyelgis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast.